To quote the great American poet Rihanna, bitch better have my money. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years. Decades of years. Decades, decades of years. De- That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay? We are, oh, we are yeah, going to yeah. talk about spoilers That would have been a huge dick it, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going <laughs> to shit on something. Tell you what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally, anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, "Why did I do this?" Here we go. He's got that look on his face. He's getting ready to punch a baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, just hauling (laughs) nothing but underwear, probably naked too. Underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. (laughs) I'm going to have me some fun. Oh, my dear Lord. Yep. And that's how we've started off. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. We have episode 39 this week. 39. We are rolling right on into November. Through through November into December. It's early. Apparently, I'm only on my second cup of coffee. Yeah, good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to everybody else. It's a beautiful day. The only thing that could make this day any better was if Ohio State would have lost last night. Yeah, whatever. I know. That's okay. They got their, their time's coming. We'll get there. Their time is coming. So how you doing, buddy? A little tired. A little tired. I'm, yeah, you fucking yeah. lived it up last night, didn't you? Office Christmas parties are either really good or really bad. And the one we went to last night for the wife's work was a lot of fun. Had a great time. She works with a lot of really, really cool chicks. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I have never worked anywhere that threw an office Christmas party. Really? I have never worked anywhere that gave me a Christmas bonus. Ever. Wow. Right? Yeah. How fucked up is that? I've only worked at a couple. I mean, it's it's not common I mean, anymore. We had that badass Christmas party that Lockheed used to throw for us. Yeah. You know, where they gave us lukewarm turkey and shitty gravy? Yeah. Yeah, in, I remember in, those days. In the lunchroom? In the lunchroom. Hey. Classy place. We want you guys to understand how much we care about you, so we're going to let you take your lunch. Yeah. We're going to let you yeah, take lunch. We're going to let you take lunch at this time, and then you can come in, and we're going to give you some shitty turkey, which yeah. is not as good as that bologna sandwich you brought. Kick rocks. Yeah. I know that's me being ungrateful, but everything not about really. that place sucked. Not when you're a billion-dollar industry. I mean, can, can you just do yeah. a little something? Paying me, paying me like I'm Fred Sanford for yeah. my work. <laughs> Fred Sanford. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest theme song ever. Okay, so I'm a, I want to start off this week. Go ahead. i got a good one. So, <laughs> excuse me, we talked about the Peloton ad last week. Yeah. Have you seen the fallout from this ad? Have you seen the follow-up from Ryan Reynolds? I have seen the follow-up Amazing. from Ryan Reynolds, and it is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> when she finishes that drink, and the girl goes, ooh, we're going to have fun tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because not she didn't just drink that gin. She, she slammed it. She annihilated it. Yes. So... It was when the one girl says, "It's okay, you're safe here." It's okay, you're safe here. <laughs> so I, we are talking about. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, we're talking about the Peloton ad where the Shame woman, on you. where the one, right? What the, you know? Turn this off. What are we and, doing? What are we doing? <laughs> what are they doing? Right. We are nailing it. <laughs> the, the the girl gets a gift of a Peloton bike from her husband for Christmas. This beautiful woman who weighs like eight pounds and a beautiful Bruce, like you said, Bruce Wayne home with a beautiful kid. Yeah. And the only thing that she has. 
she just just life just this bike just makes her life complete. Could you imagine having a bedroom that big? Uh that bedroom was what, bigger than my living room. We're gonna post on our Twitter and our Facebook, we're gonna post a link for a guy who actually makes the he makes joke ads <coughs> for the Peloton bikes about how uh, one of them is uh, they're in the kitchen and they're riding their bike in the kitchen. And this is like an actual Peloton ad commercial picture that he puts a caption with. And the kid comes running through the kitchen, and the person's like, you know what? I'm in my beautiful kitchen riding my exercise bike, and here comes my damn kid. Consuela, you had one job. <laughs> That's it, fantastic. Just, and it's, it's like there's like 30 of them, and they're amazing. Um, so I get a text on Wednesday or Thursday from Sarah, she of the infamous Facebook picture. Greatest Facebook picture greatest ever. Face, greatest Facebook picture ever. And she says to me, she goes, look at this. And she sends me a link about how Peloton stock had dropped like 10% because of this ad. Yeah, Costing I saw the that. company $958 million of, in, in you know, however stock works. I mean, it'll probably come back. And she goes, you did this. I heard you. And we started talking about it. And I said, yeah, but you know I was right. And she says, uh, she says some crazy stuff back and forth to me. And I'm going to pull up the text right here right here because I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. Uh, vamp, vamp. What are we doing? What are we doing? Oh my God! I'm sorry, everybody. Sunday morning, right? Hold on a second. I actually made a. I went on like there was one of those, uh, you know, the Facebook articles that pop up. Well, right. it, it was that. It was the. Um, it was the Ryan Reynolds follow up ad that he wasn't in, but they used his gin for. So I actually remarked on it. I said, "All of my friends have been instructed that if I even attempt to finance a goddamn bike that doesn't move." They're instructed to beat my ass with the bike. Right? It's just, it's it's like 2250 bucks for one of these yeah. stupid-ass workout bikes. And then there's like, it's like a $30 a month subscription. So it's like a gym yeah. membership. So on, not only are you paying over two grand for a, a stationary workout bike, you've got to pay an additional 40 bucks a month for some guy on a TV screen to yell at you to pedal faster. For For real. She says, she says, this is on you, I heard you. And I said, holy cow, I feel smart. And I said, that commercial's bullshit. You know it. She goes, yeah, but I have different reasons for not liking it. And I was like, this girl. <laughs> she said, stationary bikes hurt my weenus. And paying $2,500 for a stationary bike is like paying Ben Roethlisberger to ravage my weenus. And I said, weenus? Well done, Sarah. And she says, nondescript genitals. And I said, okay. She goes, not really, but that's the funnier. That's funnier than the real reason. I was like, all right, what is it? She says, the real reason is that this woman who has everything has a hole in her life that hasn't been filled by anything else she can afford to buy. But then a goddamn man comes in and buys her a fucking bike, and now she's whole. Okay, that's not totally the reason either. I embellished it. It's not about the man buying it. It's just like, what is your life that you have a hole that can be filled by a fucking bike? I mean, I could have a fleet of those bikes, but I'm not going to have any time to ride them because I have adult responsibilities. That's from the perspective of a woman. Well done. Right? Yeah, that that explains the face. It, 100%. Right? She's she's way too smart for both just of us. Just take the seat off. It'll fill the hole. <laughs> There's the hole in your life I'm being just filled. Say, there you go. Jesus problem Christ. solved. That's what I do. I solve problems. Anyway, that that's kind of... I was surprised that I actually saw a commercial and had a feeling about a commercial, and it turned out to be what everybody else in the country felt. That doesn't happen to me very often. Usually yeah. I'm very, very, very wrong. Yeah, not a commercial guy. Yeah, you know, it's hard to watch him sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I got more. Go. You you want you want more? Yeah, dude, I'm riding your coattails all morning. Are you? Oh, all yeah. right, cool. Oh, yeah. I'm watching the Big 12 championship game yesterday. Yeah. Here's another commercial that just absolutely made me, I laughed out loud. And it was a pretty good football game, back and forth. I expected it to be decent, but it was a pretty good football game. 
So you know how you're watching the college games and they'll always have those commercials during the game that like <coughs> pimp the conferences. Like, oh, sure. Like, this is the SEC. Blah, mm-hmm. blah. Well, this is the Big 12 one, right? And they're talking about this, and they're talking about that, and as they're talking, they show all the different teams. And the part in the commercial where they say, the Big 12 does this and this with uncompromising values. What team do you think they had on the screen when they said uncompromising values? It had to be Baylor. Of course it was. Why not? Why right? wouldn't it be? Two years after a whole sexual Why misconduct. Why wouldn't it be? Uncom- like... Your marketing people suck. Yes, that was uh, yeah, they're, they're they're just they're trying to build it back up. That's I, all. I guess, but, but let's pick another a, team. Yes, please use Oklahoma or or you know TCU or somebody that doesn't get yes, in trouble. Use Texas Christian for probably a better choice. <laughs> Unbelievable. <clears throat> we went. <laughs> That's awesome. And to follow up on those coattails, the Lamar Jackson story this week kind of pissed me off. What story? You didn't hear about the San Francisco 49ers commentator? No, you remember I don't pay attention to the NFL anymore. That's true. Do tell. So the color commentator for the 49ers does a morning radio show every Monday morning, just like Tom Brady does. Just like everybody who's anybody has a show on, on a Monday morning. Shit, we have a show. Right? Yeah. And what they were in the in the conversation they were talking about, because the 49ers played the Ravens last week in a real, real shitty conditions. Ravens pulled it out on a last second field goal by Justin Tucker, who's probably the best field goal kicker in the history of the NFL. Right. And he made the comment that says Lamar Jackson has a distinct advantage because it's extremely hard in the RPO to tell if the dark football if he if he has the football because he's got the dark football on dark skin. Okay, so where's the problem? Because it's absolutely true. Thank you. It's simple so colors. He wasn't. He wasn't. There was. There was no racism intended. It, it was. It was just straight up. I mean, it's especially in really shitty weather when that ball is wet and it's super dark. Because if because I watched a good portion of that game and I was sitting here going, how did how did you how did you not know that? Because I mean, literally, you got the defensive end crashing in, taking three steps past him, and here he goes with the ball, and he said that, and I'm like, wow, that. That makes sense because that ball gets wet. It turns super dark. On a purple jersey, no less, hard to see. He got suspended for a game for what he said. For stating a fact. For, for saying, yeah, no, no racist, no racist <coughs> and comments. And it's not though. like he said, that piece of shit has a distinct advantage. Right. He's just simply pointing right. out that, hey, look, the color of the football actually matches this guy's arms perfectly, so it's in that fast of a nu- yeah okay right? whatever so so the 49ers suspended him this is why another reason why i don't watch the nfl anymore uh, yeah well i mean this is this is the the, the niners not specifically just, the niners find him or, or so suspended him they suspended him out of fear is what is that's what they did ex- that's exactly what they did here's the best part of the story the day after that richard sherman love him or hate him okay he's got a big mouth but normally when he's when he's saying something he's He's a smart dude. I mean, he went to Stanford. He's, he's a marketing graduate. He's he, not stupid. He says, I don't know why you guys are up in arms. That's a fact. It's, um, it's true. He says, there's there's no reason to be upset about what this guy said. He said, because I was there, and it's true. Guess what the 49ers did? Oh, nothing. Nothing. We'll just go ahead and leave the guy suspended. Fucking stupid. It, it is. Everyone I, is so I, goddamn scared, scared of, of offending everything. anybody over anything. I can't stand it. That's why I love doing podcasts. Because <laughs> I'm not worried about shit. <laughs> oh, it, it, I I was just very surprised. It's so dumb. Because typically, typically when you hear Sherman come out, 
it's what he's saying is is kind of correct, but it's like this huge rant. You're like, dude, have a cognac, sit down, smoke a cigar, relax a little bit. But he was just like, I, I was there. We we couldn't we couldn't tell who had the football. So dumb, right? So dumb. God, this world is so fucked up right now. Everyone is so goddamn scared of getting offended of offending somebody that they'll suspend someone specifically out of fear of backlash because of what he said, which is an absolute fact. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I think it's easy enough to tell when someone's being derogatory, and that is not derogatory at, at whatsoever all. at all. And 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 the guy in the same sentence continued to say what a freakish athlete this guy is. That he's just. He's head and shoulders above everybody else right now. Uh, that he he's he's in the zone. I mean, it was just one compliment after another. And, and, and you know what? If you've got an advantage in football, everybody will tell you. If you've got an advantage, you work that shit to the to the bone. And Absolutely, you ride it till it doesn't work anymore. When I played football, our, one of my coaches had a philosophy: if we run a play and we get five yards, we're going to run that play again. And if we get five yards, we're going to run that play again. And right. we're going to do it until they stop it. Right. And that's what they've got going on there. Pretty basic. It is. So if you've got an advantage or you've got something that works, you wear that shit out. If it ain't broke, like it's a it. Michael Jackson record. Uh, Absolutely. Yes, one hundred percent. And then a defender on the opposite team, who's black, who's probably the most educated person in the NFL. He's one of them for it, sure. One of for sure. I know there's a lot, but Richard Sherman is well. I mean, Stanford grad with honor. I mean, all that stuff. He says, yeah, it's true. So what's the problem? Yeah. What's the problem? So I just. So it's what it's, I think it's a hard subject to get into. We've gotten into it before. I just it, it's I just I brought it up because it's just more of this. You brought it up to wake me up. It's that's, it, that's it, what you did. I wanted I needed you angry for your Florida story that we got I'm, coming. Guys, I'm, seriously, you don't 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 walk away from this podcast because this this is a fucking epic story. I'm exhausted from this You're story. <laughs> <laughs> I am physically and mentally exhausted from our my Florida story. Anything else? You got anything? I'm going um, to burn through my list quick. Yeah, I do, actually. Go for the, the it. Christmas party last night. Oh, so I was, yeah. was saying we had um, the wife's dealership that she works at with her extremely fun workmates, uh, Robin and Tammy, and uh, there's just it's so much fun. Like, they're just good, fun people. So we got drink tickets. It was super small. This is great. You'll love this, and you'll hate this at the same time. Really small room, three tables. It was just the accounting girls, just that accounting department. So, wow. it was, so it was pretty small, but it was great. They raffled off some prizes: TV, earbud, earpods, or AirPods, uh, a couple Google Homes, uh, JBL mini speaker. Um, What'd you win? We didn't win shit as usual. Figures, but they won because I went. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um. The group sitting at the oh, table, fucking awesome. The the girls that she works with the most, who, who I know the most, we we all sat together. Well, the friends of ours, they're friends of hers that uh, are Ohio State fans, and then their other people that were sitting at the table were Wisconsin fans. Well, obviously, I'm a big sports guy too, and I'm like I can sympathize because if Michigan was playing last night, Mike's probably not there. Understood. To to, to be honest. So I, I mean, I get it. So we're, we're talking about it. I and I pulled it up on my phone. I downloaded the Fox app and I put it on for them, and you know, so, so they could watch it at, at our table. So I had had a few drinks by then, and I'm like, damn, you know, this is a big ass hotel. This place has got to have a TV. So they, you know, I said something, and they're like, oh, like the look on their eyes, like, no way. Do you think they do? I'm like, oh, hey, 
it doesn't hurt to ask. So I went and I got the waiter guy that was doing the food service and the trays back and forth and all that stuff. I said, hey, what's the chance you guys have a TV that you can bring in here for the Big Ten championship game? Because we got a lot of Big Ten fans at our table. Damned if there wasn't a projector hanging from the ceiling and a screen that rolls down. And within about five minutes, like, it was Christmas for them. Like, the screen rolls down. They put it on Fox. They've got DirecTV hookup. It's it's on. If you had a beard, you'd be Santa, son. <sighs> right? I just make people happy. Right? That's incredible. So then the screen starts rolling up, and it gets turned off. And, the like, no, it's like something that, like, nobody even wants to talk about because one of the bosses, I guess, said, we need to turn that off. Non-sports people. It all goes back to non-sport. I cannot stand it when people are anti-sports. It's not like they turn the game on and turn the Christmas music off. The game was just on for, for them to watch. Christmas music still pumping in, no big deal. But, you know, keep in mind there was 20 people there. It's not like it was a huge, massive corporate gathering. And, yeah, so she had it turned off. And I'm like, that sucks. Like, I've and, – and everyone – like, Amy's looking at me. Everyone's like, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Because – of course, I would say something, but I joked about it, kept my mouth shut. So I, th- that's when I put it on my phone for both of them. I kind of put it in between them so they could watch it. But God damn, man, anti-sports people are the worst. I don't, I don't get why you have a party <clears throat> and you do something like that because if you've got people that are enjoying themselves, as long as they're still socializing, what, is it, what does it matter? It's not like it was just one person that wanted We had like a table of people that were interested in the game. And there was only three tables at the whole party. But I most likely had someone that had put a lot of effort into that party that decided that that was oh, gonna, they did. that was going to take a lot away from the things that they had set up. There wasn't much going on. <laughs> it was just three tables. But was there a lot of games? Or was uh, it just everybody sitting at tables talking? It was just everyone sitting at tables talking. Yeah, That's see, all. I don't They did a ra- you know the, the raffle prizes they they did a couple at a time, but it's not like it took hours. I mean, it took minutes. I mean, they they gave away like seven prizes total. And they did it, broke it up through. I was just like, man, when people just don't like sports, that drives me nuts. I just. I wonder if you'd have put on like it. Elf if that would have helped, if, they, if they'd have let it, left it on. <sighs> Probably not. What about Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Do you think they'd have left that on? That's kind of how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt bad for them because I, I, I could sympathize with them knowing that if my team's playing in a championship game, just, just let me watch it. I mean, come on. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Disaster at Shepherds downtown Clearwater <laughs> last night. No, but it did not thank I mean it it wouldn't have, but it did not take away from the party. We still had a great time. That's good. Um we had drink tickets were getting used. They gave us four drink tickets per person. There was people that didn't show up, so those drink tickets were getting used by us. Yes. Um and they were only charging two bucks a drink. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, so we got real friendly with the bartender. She was super cool because I went up. You know how most bartenders are when they make it. They don't make your drink like you make it when you're at home. Oh, of course. Period. So I'm getting my first drink made, which was, uh, I think it was a Jack and Coke, but it was Pepsi. Whatever. No Coke, Pepsi. <laughs> no Coke, Pepsi. So I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, that's fine. Just just give me that. So she went to fill the whole cup. I'm like, no, 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 light ice. I said, light icing, can you make it strong? Because we're adults here. <laughs> she laughed, and she did. She made our drinks perfectly all night long. They're making money. They, they, they're, they are. Shepard's the making money. There was a tip jar, but yeah, she was super cool. So well it, was, uh, it was just funny. I was like, come on, we're adults. 
I'm not. I'm not here to remember what's going on, lady. Make you mine gotta, a grown-up dream. Yeah, you got to help me out here just a little bit. Yeah, which is why I'm looking really forward to getting back to my bed later. <laughs> we had, it, it was fun. It, it was a great time. Did the, the responsible thing? We took a lift home, um, which was only like twenty bucks from like a like a boom lift. A boom lift. Yep. Yep. Sweet. We rode that bitch up at nineteen. Yeah. So we didn't drive. We we you know paid for. We got a ride home and everything, and it was it was a great time. Fantastic. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad. Well done, Christmas party. Well done. Except for the Big Ten Championship, well done. Highlight of the night, though. Amy's boss, her and her wife, are, were, are just super fun, you know, lesbian couple. They, <laughs> I, I would not shut up about this after it happened. We're drinking and stuff like that. I was told that I was lesbian cute. But even for a lesbian, I was like, man, you're good looking. So I'll, uh, all night. I, I think they were drunk. So all night, I, I don't care if they were or not, because <laughs> they must have thought it. Because all night I'm like, lesbian approved right lesbian here. Lesbian approved. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, well. So, hey. It's just Normal uh, women and regular women and, just, uh, and weird women like him. Just, just another notch on the resume. He's just a huggable teddy bear, ladies and gentlemen. True story. Just a huggable teddy bear. Yes. So th- that was the highlight of the night. That's solid. That's a good highlight to have. Lesbian cute. I'm writing, Lesb- it, I'm writing it down. <laughs> Put it on the website. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. Well, okay. I am going to have to highlight then. Let me write that down. Capital L. Capital L. Yeah. Well, we don't want to offend them and get me suspended for a week. No, you won't. You won't offend them. Jesus Christ. You won't offend them with anything. They're They're just fucking awesome people. Susan and I went and saw the tour this week of Mystery Science Theater 3000. How was it? First of all, what movie did they show? No Retreat, No Surrender. Who's in that? Well, it sounds familiar. Jean Claude Van Damme was a supporting character in it. Oof. He was in supporting. It, he, it was night. It was nineteen eighty six. There was nobody in this movie except Jean Claude Van Damme, and he was supporting. And he was the bad guy, the bad guy's henchman. This movie was so fucking awful. Oh yeah, and and that's the part about Mr. most Science of his Reader are yeah that that I love. That's what makes it work. I've watched a lot of them, and I get so involved in the crappy movie, I'm not lying, that I miss the joke sometime when you're right. watching on TV. This was a Karate Kid slash Rocky slash something else slash something else ripoff. It was, it, was so, uh, uh, it was so bad, and yet it was so good. It was so much fun. The guy, the original creator, Joel Hodgson, yep. was this is his last tour. So really, yep. This is the last one he's doing. He, he and you met the person that's basically going to take over for him. They crushed it, that's absolutely awesome. crushed it. It was so freaking fun. But I have a little story about that too. Go. So it's at the Stras Center. Anybody who, not from Florida, the Stras Center is in downtown Tampa, and it's, it's it's a center that was built for the arts. It's about ballet and plays and operas and things like that. It was specifically we got Morgan tickets to see uh, Wicked there. Yes, I've seen I've yep. seen Wicked there, and that's what it's for. It's, it's a venue for places to come, the off Broadway tours to, to come here and have a, a legitimate place. But it's just like anywhere else. You don't sit in a lazy boy. The seats are kind of they're kind of small. Right. Well, I'm not a small guy. Old timey theater seats. Yeah, to a yeah. degree. I'm I'm not a small guy. Um, and when I sit in those, typically when Susan and I go, I end up sliding over to her side because we can snuggle. Right. And I'm not. You know, offending the person that I'm sitting next to. So we get there. As far as we know. 
as far as we know. I mean, if the show goes really bad, we have our own show. But Nice. So we're sitting there, and the woman had said when we were coming in uh, that it wasn't sold out. So I'm thinking, oh, I wonder, you know, when she says it wasn't sold out, I think she meant one fucking seat wasn't sold out because the place was packed. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I sit there, and about five minutes before the show starts, the people that are going to sit next to us come in and sit down. So this, this woman comes in, and I'm not going to say she was fat, but she was... Husky? She, she was pushing maximum density to oh steal a line from a movie. Jesus okay? She's like She was like me. I mean, I, I can't make fun of her because I'm, I'm not a thin guy. But when you go to those situations, you have to understand that you're probably, when you're that size, it's like being on an airplane, you're probably going to bump the guy sitting next to you. Right? Hey, Kool-Aid. Yes. A, li- a little bit. Oh, and, yeah. And, and I get it. I, 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 I get bump a little bit. It I, happens. It, that doesn't upset me. What upsets me is that every time you bump me, you get pissed off about it. I don't have my arm over the, 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 the chair. I'm, I'm trying my best to slide to the side. Every time, every time we touched, I heard a... And, I, and I, 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 it was everything I could do to not go, if you don't want to fucking touch me, move. Why doesn't this happen to me ever? Because if that's, it's very simple. If that's me, and then she bumps into me and makes that noise, I just look over and go, it's good, isn't it? It's good. (laughs) Right? And it's not, and and you know, uh, there are lots of times where you'll have that situation and the person will sit next to you and they'll bump like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, look, dude, don't worry about it. We're going to be bumping all night. Yeah. I mean, we're we're in here like sardines. Yeah. As long as we're enjoying the show. So she decides this is the best thing that's happened to me maybe all year at Mm -hmm. intermission that they need to sit in the row behind us because they're just regular seats. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's just like overflow because their legs are really cramped and they don't have room. So I got to watch the second half of the show with nobody next to me, and I was super comfortable. Nice. So you know what? Fuck that bitch. Yeah. Bitch. And she stank. Again. Why do people think it's okay to go to a theater or something like that with swamp ass? Wash yourself, please. Like old butter and something. cottage cheese. Uh, we, we, you know what? That's too good for it. That smell was too good for it. <laughs> Susan was sitting to my left. She was sitting on my right. And when she got up and left, Susan said, she stinks. Was it wafting? I, it was bad. It was bad. I, un, it was unbelievable. Yuck. No good. Yuck. No bueno. But if you have the opportunity to go see the touring uh, MST3K, um, it was really just... And they did just like the show. They would watch a little bit of the movie, and then they would do like a little puppet skit or whatever. Uh, and, and it was... It, it was cool. It, we laughed. I mean, the jokes that they had... You know they're staged mm-hmm. because you can see him sitting there looking at a device as they're doing it. I, I was okay with it. It yeah. was I was I totally okay with it because hey, they just absolutely fucking. If it's funny it. and it makes you laugh, who cares? Absolutely, right? So much fun. I mean, not everybody can do shit unscripted like us. It it's a it's a rare talent. It's it's a rare talent that has been honed over forty six years, and now lesbian approved. And <laughs> just saying, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Never going to hear the end of that one. No, we're really not. All right, we're really. That's probably going to get put on my tombstone. Would you be bragging about that if that had been two guys? Uh, Probably. I mean, hey, I'll I'll take whatever I can get. I don't discriminate, right? Yeah, I don't want to offend anybody. Sex is sex. Hey, whatever. (laughs) Hey, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) What's the T-shirt? I'm not gay, but twenty bucks is twenty bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I'll tell a quick story on that before the break. Well, when I was in the, in the Marine Corps, I went to uh, Japan for the typical rotation because, you know, they're not allowed to have a military anymore because of what happened yesterday, 40, 79 years, 78 years ago. 
<laughs> by the way, the post you sent me was fucking fantastic. I think we fucked up. I think we fucked up. <laughs> Historical quote, by the way. A picture of uh, it was the general that led the attack on Pearl Harbor. Was it Yakamoto. I think it was Yakamoto. On December 8th of 1941, his quote was, I think we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love so, doing those because I'll, like, anytime we're either out or anything or I'm around with Nick, he'll, he'll just shake his head in total disappointment and go, no, no, Mike, I, I, I don't think that's how that went. <laughs> I love the fact that you sent it and said, I love historical quotes. Yes, that absolutely. Was, that was the post. That's what, yep. made, that's what made it funny. Yes. So I go to Japan, and when I come back... Um, and I go back to my shop. Well, my the leadership in my shop had changed, and we ended up having this gunny, who is you know he's up there as far as enlisted Marines go. Was he was in charge of the school that I went to mm-hmm. in parts three and four, and he was this just gung ho Marine. Just everything was about all in. I mean, just hardcore. Right. Like we did neck lifts one day for PT. We did two hundred fifty of them. That's the type Yuck. of guy. That's the type of guy that he was. He was not a bad person. He was a Excellent Marine. He was a good gunny. He was just... He lived it. Yeah. He was all... That was his life. So we get in from Japan at like 5 o'clock and... Uh, at 2, 2, 2.30 in the morning from the trip. And I had to go... They told us that we had to report to our, 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 our workstations that day. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, we, just, we were just on a plane for 40 hours. Anyway, I got everything in my sea bag. I, I, and I did not know that he was the new gunny. I, I got everything in my sea bag because we travel back. And I get up to go to work. It's February in North Carolina, so it's cold. So I, I got my field jacket out, and I put it on, and I went, I went to work. Well, they made us press our camis and everything, you know. So I had, I had my press camis and all that stuff and everything, and I show up to work. And I walk in, and they were like, oh, hey, you know, Lance Corporal Bishop. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, Gunny, Gunny Bonatello, you know, wanted to, you to come report to him when you, when you got in. I'm like, oh, okay, no worries. And I'm thinking, Jesus, that can't, can't be the same Gunny. And it was, of course. So I walk in, and he, uh, he gave me shit because my field jacket wasn't pressed. And I said, um, I fucked up a little bit right here. He goes, he said something. And I said, well, I said, I apologize, Gunny. I said, you know, we just got home this morning at 2 o'clock. I, 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 was, I was exhausted. I, I just grabbed my jacket out of my sea bag. And he goes, well, you know, you should keep a, a field jacket. You should have an extra field jacket. I said, extra? It takes like 200 bucks. I make like $350 right. a month. Right. He says, you should have an extra one press at all times just so that you can look good. And I said, I don't, I don't. It was the exhaustion talking. I said, I don't know if I care about my field jacket looking that good that much. Nice. Right? Nice. So the next day, I was in a different shop. Yeah. <laughs> so they sent me to the shop that was, they called them the rejects, but they were the most important shop at Blair because we maintained all the mobile facilities, all the generators, all the air conditioners. So when I show up, we all knew that we were the rejects. So they basically took me out in the hangar, and the first thing they did was they kind of put me in the circle, and they said, okay, would you or would you not suck a dick for a million dollars? Oh, my God. And I'm looking at these guys like, what is wrong with you? And you should have said, can I see the million dollars first? Yeah. Well, there were several <laughs> answers throughout the course of history here. Right. One of them was, one guy said, million dollars? He said, 50-yard line, halftime Super Bowl. <laughs> right? One guy said, million dollars buys a lot of therapy. <laughs> one, one, one guy says, sure, a, a, a bottle of scope is two sixty nine. My answer was, anybody willing to pay a million, certainly willing to pay a million five. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say that is the best answer so, out of that whole group. So twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, another fun military story. Oh, love it. So Dylan's coming home in a couple weeks. Obviously, yes. Talk to him. His uh, training mission's all done and everything like that. So he'll they head back to Fort Hood on Monday. So we talked to him after they got they call it the sandbox when they're in training and they you know we we can't talk to him or whatever like that. So right. 
they're one of the things the exercise well not the extra the whole thing was an exercise but one of the things they had to do i believe it was last week i may get the times wrong but this this will give you a good picture of what happened so one of their thing is they have to go recon a village and you know report back because he's i don't know if it's because he's support or not but you know his squad or whatever they had to you know, you can't take a vehicle. You, you've got to march in or, you know, go in and do your recon and then, you know, come back, I guess. Well, they, I'm guessing on the times here, but I know it's, it, it's probably close. They had to, they leave on foot at nine and say nine in the morning, get to the village six at night on foot. Mm-hmm. They get there to do their stuff, to do their recon and everything. And then the, I guess the sergeant there says, oh, guys, we don't need you. I just I threw a drone up and and got everything. We're good. So you can go back. So they had to turn around and march back nine hours or whatever or whatever the hell it is. So wow. they roughly about eighteen hours of just on foot hauling that big ass gun that he has equipment. He said the whole squad was just too tired to be pissed. It was uh, I'm like what? Like well, could you, I mean. You've you've done it. You've been there. You've done all that stuff. So I'm sure it's not surprising. But to me, I'm like nine hours of marching. That's not an exercise to fuck with them. You know what that is? It's I, and I. It, That's it, an exercise to show them that they can do it when they have to. We, we, me and Amy were talking. Like it's like is that not? I don't want to say stupidity, but just is it like done on purpose? Of course, yes, it is. Because you know when they go to Meps and they have to sit there in line for six hours, not talk, not move, no nothing. It's like all part of the you're just you know your condition to do to be able to do that now. Let me let me put it in a sense that a lot of people don't understand. You go to work one day, okay, and you show up, and your boss is like, "Hey, Mike, we got an emergency. You've got to. We have to have this tool working in Orlando tomorrow. I need. I can't get it. Right. You've got to rebuild this tool for me. And you're looking at this tool, going, I don't shit. I don't know fucking nothing about this tool. And and you and you spend the whole day. And you fix it, and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. The next time the boss comes in and goes, Mike, I need you. You go, eh, I've done this before. No sweat. Yeah, it's that's what that is. That's <coughs> that's about showing him and teaching them that their bodies will do more than they think they will do. Yeah, it was sure. uh, like to us, of course, it's like, oh my god, that is nuts. But it, yeah, that is like, nuts. You know, and you've you've seen the pictures of the gun that he shoots. It, oh yeah, it, it's damn near as tall as he is. When I did uh, after boot camp for the Marines, uh, and it's changed now. They cha- they've changed it a little bit. We did we did. I did 15 weeks of boot camp because when they sent us there, mm-hmm. it's actually 13 weeks. Then you get uh, 10 days of leave. Then you would go back for 28 days of what they called MCT, which was Marine Combat Training. Of those 28 days, 25 of them were spent in the field. So it's similar to his, what he did for the AIT training, so, Advanced so Infantry school, Training. School of Infantry, yeah. absolutely. Because in the Marine Corps, every every Marine's a rifleman first. It right. doesn't matter what you do. Your job is to be able to kill people right. with, with your hands and a gun. So one of the things that we did at MCT was a 29-mile forced march. Mm-hmm. We got up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and away we went. And we didn't finish until – it was about 6.30 or 7 o'clock. And then we had to build a fortified fighting position where we had to dig foxholes that were five feet deep with the little E-tool that's, you know, like three foot long. That you see on the backpacks? Yeah, it, yeah it, was just a, it was just a really long day. Right. We had to carry the, the mounting plate for the Mark 19. And if nobody knows what the Mark 19 is, it's an automatic 40-millimeter grenade launcher. It shoots. It shoots forty-seven or forty-nine, forty-millimeter grenades a, a minute. So it's. Oh yeah, that's and, nice. And, and it's bad, but this base plate is a piece of eighteen by eighteen half-inch thick steel, with a post on it, mm-hmm. and it weighs about one hundred and thirty pounds. So you literally grab it, 
you take about eight steps and then you turn around and hand it to the guy behind you because it's like carrying another person. Sure. 29 miles of that. Wow. That's fun. But you know what? If you had to do it again, yep. you know you can do it again. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a... Uh, that just shows you what a badass he is, That though. was a fun little story. <laughs> that just shows you what a badass he is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... It, it, you know, all the stuff that they're doing, like when they post the videos and everything. It's, you know, like the... Uh, one of the coolest things that I've seen military-wise, I know we don't get to see a lot of a lot of stuff that, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff, but the uh, Honor Hill March they did at the end of his training, which is... Um, I can't remember how many miles. It's like 12, 14 miles or something like that, where they're... Full gear, loaded up. They're carrying gurneys with simulated body weight on it. They're carrying fuel cans, um, and it's up this big hill, and that's where they do the, you know. It's... Oh, no, no, they're not allowed to make them walk up a hill. Oh, yeah, no, bullshit, they aren't. <laughs> He'll tell you. Um, if you've never seen or heard of it, look up Honor Hill on YouTube. It is a incredible, like, it's the it's like their final passage. Now they're, they're soldiers, and it's... Nice. It's really cool. It's done at night. They they line it up with. There's a giant bonfire, um, the gate that they march through. The big iron gate at the top. It says, you know, through this gates, through these gates enter the greatest soldiers. The I mean, it's just a, it's just an awesome, awesome tradition that they have at the end of their infantry school, and it's 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 worth seeing. It's on YouTube. The Marine Corps changed their boot camp. A few years after I was there, they do what's called the Crucible now, and I don't know yeah. if they, I don't know if they still do it, but I think it was seven twenty-three hour days. They do because one of uh, Dylan's buddies went in the Marines, Ooh. Nathan Ward, um, the awesome kid, and he that kid was just we we he we knew he was going in the Marines the day we met him, but uh, yeah, Did the, he, was it because he liked the taste of crayons? Yes. Okay. Red. Red ones are still Cherry. the best. Yep. Absolutely. Um, but I, the, I prefer strawberry. But they do still do the crucible because he he was telling me about it one of the games when he was home for in his full dress uniforms, which the best dress uniforms in the military or the Marines w- without a doubt. Dress blues were the were, were awesome. Um, they're that, those bright blue pants. It, it's just it's awesome. But uh, he was telling me about it, and he, he I was getting chills just him describing how it is, and it's like it's very similar to what. They, the army does with yeah. that with that honor hill march with the infantrymen. It's it's super cool. The difference is there that those guys that do that, like Dylan, are are the the soldiers in the army. Right. That's not the supply guys in the Marine Corps. Every one of them has to do it. Oh, it's funny because he said that all the infantry guys hate the non-infantry guys in of the army. Of course they do because they're they call them pogues. <laughs> yeah, admin pogue. Yeah, we used to call them that too. Pogues yep. and um. Uh, we had another word for him that I won't say because it's really fucking. Mean. Which is funny because there's a lot of really good memes about pogues. Oh yeah, it's yeah, hilarious. there is. Yeah, well, you always got the guy that sits in the office. Yeah. Um, you know, you you have a problem. You're out busting your ass in the field for the last six months, and you show up, and the guy goes, "I just don't know if I can do that because it's close to closing time today." Right. You want to take out your rifle and go? I think I can help you with that. Yeah, a little motivation. So yeah, that's my military story for the week. How about a cup of coffee <sighs> and a nap? All right. We're getting there. We'll be right back. All right. Hey, guys. This is Greg from Top 5 for Fighting. And this is Susan, also known as the Top 5 for Fighting Marketing Angel. We'd like to tell you about our podcast that we have together called Honey, You Should Watch This. It's a really fun and kind of interesting experiment because sometimes Greg and I have very similar taste. Other times, those tastes couldn't be further apart from each other. Everybody has their comfort zone. And we've decided that we're going to let each other take us out of our comfort zone and watch things that we typically wouldn't watch so that we can discuss them, analyze them, and give you guys some in-depth trivia. For example, Greg might pick something for me to watch, like a war movie or some other bang-bang shoot-em-up adventure movie, 
And sometimes I'm going to pick a horror movie for him or maybe a movie from the 50s, 60s, or 70s. If you'd like to learn about movies that you haven't seen or hear us analyze movies that you have seen, give us a listen. Maybe you'll learn something about a movie that you really do like. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Podbean. And now, back to the show. And we are back. We know you missed us. We had a good time. Yeah. I don't know if they had a good time. I didn't even move. You didn't even move. I didn't even move. Well. Which sounds like it's going to be the rest of my day. <laughs> There's some good games on today. I am full-blown of an NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm watching Star Wars movies all day today. Gotcha. All day. I'm going to wrap up in a blanket. I'm going to put a fan on. And my ass is going to be watching Star Wars movies all day. I just watched uh, Revenge of the Sith again the other night. Just needed something on in the background. One of the best ones still, in my opinion. I liked it. I like it. That last it's 45 minutes Ugh. is just... The music really does that movie for me. It's incredible. The music really makes that movie good for me. Yep. All right. Well, uh, because of the way last week worked out, where we recorded on a Monday, we didn't realize it was Florida story time. Yeah. So this week is going to be Florida stories. Now, I'm going to go first, because yours is going to make mine look like baby shit. Oh, that's nonsense. It's true. Yeah, I... Whatever. Our Florida story is from software, soft, uh, soft, soft, Jesus Christ. Take I'm, I'm going to talk, I'm going to learn English at one point. Is from softball pitcher extraordinaire Joe Stilwell. And um, listen to this. The subject of this one is no gripes. It doesn't sound like a Joe story. Nothing to rant about today. Just wanted to say the family and I had a wonderful time at the Festival of Trees, benefiting the ARC Tampa, Day, Tampa Bay Foundation in Clearwater. We made a couple donations. And got some Christmas cheer, Jesus, Christmas cheer to show for it. What's in your coffee? Not enough bourbon, apparently, because <laughs> I'm better when I'm drunk. Also would like to shout out to the Humane Society of Pinellas. They were very patient and accommodating and helpful with keeping the kids distracted and busy while Jen and myself were adopting a new furry family member. Nice. And to quote a line from The Mandalorian, I have spoken. Nice job, Joe. Yeah, I'm glad what, that you what guys... What kind of dog did you get? Uh, uh, I think it was a male. Famous breed. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very uh, you know famous breed. I don't breed. know. I think it was a little bit of a mutt. The mutt. Um, but they lost uh, They lost a longtime family member right. a couple months ago, Maggie. Yeah. But um, they uh, They say that's they the best thing dogs. to do. When, when you lose a dog, just jump in and get yourself another one. <clears throat> it helps fill that void quick. Yes, it does. So um, we, we typically have angry, nasty Florida stories or bad, horrible people Florida stories. So that was very nice to hear that. I'm glad that you guys had a good time. Good and, job, Joe. And thanks for writing in, buddy. Nice job. Looking forward to seeing you on our uh, special special, uh, special episode that we got coming up. Well done, kid. Well done. Yeah. All right. So let me set the stage. Set it's it. a clear, crisp <laughs> Friday, Friday morning, winter morning. <laughs> Everybody's happy because they just got paid. Yeah. I just got paid. Mm-hmm. And the shit hits the fan. Boy, did it. Talk to me, buddy. All right. So every Friday, not every Friday. How does how does that make you feel? Yeah. <laughs> what are you feeling right now? So <clears throat> not every Friday, but usually on occasion, I'll just wake up. You know, you check your bank account. You know, I have Wells Fargo, so they, the app, like I'm sure all banks have apps now where touch of a button, <clears throat> you log in, you check your bank account, everything's good, everything's great, no big deal, great, I'm off to work, Friday, celebrate the weekend, Everything, everything's great. Gravy, right? Gravy. So I wake up in a great Friday mood, check my app, 300 bucks short. 
I'm like, I didn't panic. I didn't freak out. I'm like, there's just, you know, something went wrong. Maybe they screwed up, whatever. I always see that and go, God damn it, what the fight? And they look back and go, yeah. Oh yeah, I did buy that. Oh yeah, I did do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I forgot, I yeah. forgot about all those cookers and coke. <laughs> this was not the case. So I look at all of the transactions and there's just, you know, there's the full direct deposit from work, normal, just like every single week. And then after that, there's a two hundred and fifty dollar check and a fifty dollar check. I'm like, I don't write checks. I was gonna say, when I see a check, that's usually a red light, like a siren going off in my in I don't, my I don't carry cash anymore. I don't write checks. I just debit card. I mean, it's just the easiest way to do anything anymore. I think everybody does. Um, it's just easy. Plus, any loose cash in my pocket, I'll spend it on something stupid. Yep. It's or just you, a matter or of time. You, like me, you lose it. Yeah, and then you'll find it two weeks later in the laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, okay. So I, I pull it up, and I look at the $50. It's, it, it's a check. And with Wells Fargo, there's pictures of the check. Yes. And it's Bank m- of America does that as well. It's made out to Domino's for 50 bucks. I'm like, okay, well, obviously this is fraud. So still kind of keeping my cool. I look at the $250 check. It's written out to a person that they re- literally wrote themselves a check for 250 bucks. Okay, and this is, this is the part that I have questions. Yeah, here we go. Um, the name on the check says Shanna Rampano. Okay, so I'm like, okay, someone, I, again, Pasco County, because we'll get there but the person is so dumb she wrote her own name on the check how stupid do you have to be to do that pasco stupid i mean more specifically newport richie stupid that just that's the part of this whole story that blows my mind yeah she didn't even like to a friend no she just to herself to herself yep so i'm like okay great so you know i'm like not freaking out but i'm like okay i you know like anybody that friday I had shit planned. I had stuff to pay. I already know in my mind what, what I got to handle this week. So I call Wells Fargo right away. They, you know, freeze my account. You know, they they, they do the, the standard stuff. You know, you got to wait one to ten business days, blah, blah, blah. I, I still, it blows my mind in 2019, we can't do shit faster than ten business days. They they can, but <coughs> I think they do that to protect, to make sure that you're not fucking them. Yeah. And, Which sucks because the person that is getting fucked gets fucked twice. Legitimately, correct. Because because if you'd have needed that three hundred dollars for rent that day, you're screwed. Screwed. Yeah. Yep. And everyone just says sorry. One of ten business days. Sorry, one of ten business days. Okay. Is that like me getting walked out of Bank of America? (laughs) The same line, right? Pretty damn similar. Yes. Okay. So, okay. So at this point, I'm like, okay, this is messed up. Whatever. So now in my mind, I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to get pissed. Like now it's starting to really eat at me. Not that. You know, the 300 bucks, you know, was going to cripple us or put us in the poorhouse or anything like that. We just moved in. The month is paid. Like, you know, whatever. It's not end of the world. But to me, it is. Just because. Of it is. Just be Anybody that's had anything stolen from them knows that feeling. So <clears throat> this is where, in a, in a joking way, I was at when I was talking to Richard about it, um, my criminal justice degree kicked in. Because in 20 minutes, I had the name, the address, the vehicles that she drives, Contact information. I had everything. I had the copies of the it's checks. Not hard in this day and age. It's it's really not. And I mean, it's not like I'm a you know super sleuth by any means. I just a little bit of common sense in the internet. You can find any of this stuff at any time, especially when said person has an arrest record, which public you know access to to records and all that stuff in Pasco County. She was just arrested in September, so we're not dealing with the brightest of criminals, obviously. So I get to work. 
I let, you know, the buddy that I work with, I'm like, I've got to go to the bank. I've got to stop my account. I've got to get, you know, I've got to make copies of all this stuff. I've got to go because I'm going to make a report at the county sheriff uh, without a doubt. So I do that, go to the bank, handle that stuff. Um, I get a nice letter typed up from Wells Fargo, from their branch manager. This is a fraud case. Here's the reference number. Here's the all the information stating this is fraud. Okay. So then I make my way over to the Pasco County Sheriff's Office. It's a satellite. It's not like their main jail right. headquarters, whatever. It's like one of their little satellite divisions. And this lady behind the bulletproof glass, I walk in. I said, hey, you know, I, I need to make a report for, you know, fraud on my checking account. I've, you know, I come in with a stack of paper, not a stack, but I've got all the copies and papers and everything needed for them. And she's like, I'll be right with you. Have a seat. So I'm like, okay, no problem. I'll have a seat. Maybe she's busy or whatever like that. So about five minutes later, now keep in mind, nobody's there. It's just me. Uh, Was the hot, fresh now uh, light on at the Krispy Kreme? No shit, right? Um, So I go and I sit down and, you know, she comes out like five minutes later. She goes, okay, how can I help you? I said, I need to make a, you know, file a report that I had, you know, people writing bad checks on my account. Um, I've got copies of the bad checks front and back. I've got the letter. And she says, oh, we need an affidavit from the bank stating that it's fraud. Um, we, we can't even touch this in, until we have that. I'm like, okay, um, here's a letter. It's on company letterhead from the branch manager or whatever. Like, this is, uh, I have everything right. She goes, that's not proof, sir. I'm like, now I'm really getting pissed, but I kept obviously in a, County Sheriff Department. And, and I, I, unfortunately, she deals with people get angry with her, but that's not her fault. That's just it, that's just to prevent people from making stupid ass claims. With her attitude, I blamed her. Okay, because and, and I'll tell you why in a second. Because all she would have had to have done, clearly, I'm there to report a crime. It's not not a, you know a felony or anything at this point, but it, it's still someone stole from me. That's your job to investigate that. So. I in my mind, I'm like all, all she would have this whole day could have been avoided if she'd have done one simple thing. Think, okay, Mister Putnam, give me a few minutes. I'm going to make copies of all this stuff. I'm going to give you my contact information. We'll get a head start on this, but I need you to bring in that affidavit as soon as you get it. No problem. Pretend to give a shit. Just pretend to give a shit. I leave happy. Like, okay, great. It, it's going to get handled. No big deal. This whole day where we're going to go is avoided if she just pretends to give a shit instead of looking annoyed that she had to get out of her fucking chair behind the behind the window. So that's so. okay. so now the bank has told me they're not doing anything for up to 10 days. The county sheriff's department has told me kick rocks. We're not doing shit until you get, you know, this other form to prove that you're not lying. Fuck the criminal that just took money from me. We're not going to help you until you can prove you're not a criminal. Basically is what it boils down to. I get it, but it could have been handled a lot better. Right. Like a decent, you know, law enforcement person, which there are plenty of. I'm just as big a fan of cops as I am the military. Um, that's what my major in, in college was. I mean, I have, I'm not one of those cop haters by any means. I just, I, they're not all bad. There's more good than there are bad. This one was just lazy. I'm not saying she's a bad person. She's just fucking lazy and not good with people, especially in a situation where someone's coming in that was wronged. Yeah, you might be in the wrong wrong job if you have to deal with people every day and you're not good with them. It's real simple. Just pretend to give a shit. Act like it. I, and I'm out in five minutes. 
Yeah, but on the other hand, too, sometimes their hands are tied. I mean, she can't start a file for every person that walks in there because of the, the hours that would be wasted, just the thousands of hours. But that doesn't make you as a person feel any better when you go down there and need what you need. I, I get it. 30 seconds. Pretend to give a shit. Make copies. Put it in a file. Store it under your desk. Stuff it up your ass. Whatever you want to do with it. At least I leave with the impression that you care and you're doing walk your you, job. Walk you through the process and say, look, unfortunately, I can't do this because of this, this, and this. What we have to do is you have to wait for the bank to start, blah, 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 blah. And then you go, okay, at least now I know what's ahead of me. Thank you for your time. Not yeah. just, I need a piece of paper. It's, I got it. I get you. I, it, I get it's you. real simple. It's like dealing with somebody at Walmart. Can you tell me Can you tell me where the shoes are? I don't work in that section. No. No shit, because we're not in the shoe section. I'm in grocery. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Just, I mean, literally, here's what I'm going to do, Mr. Putnam. That, that's it. Fair enough. That's it. So, okay, so now I leave there. I'm furious now. I'm like, nobody gives a shit. It's it's only 300 bucks. I get that, but it's my 300 bucks. It's still 300 bucks. It's a few days <clears throat> worth of work that was taken from me. Now I'm ready to figure this out on my own. So after that, I'm getting all worked up even thinking about it. Yeah, don't get worked up. Take a sip. Take yeah, a breath. Take a woosah, breath. Woosah. <sighs> don't be Greg. Don't go, be Greg. Go to the good place. Go to the good place. <laughs> so this is just gnawing at me all day. So after I get all that stuff done. Oh, I know. I go back. Oh, I, I know you know. <laughs> I know Richard knows because I'm texting you guys like, you know, this happened, whatever. And, you know, I text Richard first thing in the morning because obviously lawyer, I mean, advice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how do I hide a body? I, I, I don't know. I just I just need to know what to do. How do, how do we get the blood out of the carpet? So, um. You know, he texts me. He tells me what to do. You know, absolutely. You know, file a report, blah, blah, blah. And that's when I text you guys. And so I'm at work just eating at me. Like, just literally. I Like, I'm non-productive as hell. I'm, I'm still doing work to try and take my mind off it. But um, I even called my other buddy, who is a Pinellas County deputy, has been for a long time, former Army. I mean, he's very similar to you with the way, you know, you want to handle certain things. And um, I'm like, what do I do? Oh, wait. There, I have to get... There's another important part to this story. Before I called him, I get we get a text message that our Dylan's battle buddy that he went through boot camp with, or basic training, they sent Amy a gift. for it was, It's a nice army sign. <clears throat> we get a text message from the post office. Hey, your, your, your item was delivered 11.38 a.m., Around that same time, we get a call from our sister-in-law, her sister-in-law, who lives just a couple houses down from where I just moved from. Same person was run, uh, going through our mailbox. Now, the lead-up to this is when we were moving out on that Sunday, we're doing our final cleanup and everything like that, making sure the house is spotless. Amy's crazy about making sure that whatever we move out of is spotless when we, we leave, which is the right thing and, to and do. And it's, and it's the proper thing to do. We good, had, for, good for you, Amy. Right? Um we had about nine bags of trash. Nine bags. I didn't put them out to the curb. They were outside of the garage. Fucking pigs. Yeah, we're slobs, man. <laughs> well, we came back Sunday morning. All, all but one of those bags is gone, and which was weird. I thought it was weird because I didn't put it down by the curb yet. It's still just right next to the garage. Well, the neighbors across the street, she's one of those good lookout neighbors. Like, hey, you know, you know, if I'm going to be gone, she'll keep an eye out. Or somebody what, was what, climbing through your window. Yeah, for sure. They came. This they said, "Hey, you know that crazy lady was over here again, and she took all your trash bags." So okay, that's just important to know, right? Weird, but whatever, right? Well, it turns out 
they knew what they were looking for, anything and everything. So I must have had some old starter checks or something like that that got thrown out. You know, whatever. Total. Don't ever do that. I'll, I'll mistake learned or lesson learned on that mistake. But so now it's all adding up. So not only do I have a name, I look up the address. It's the house directly behind us on the next street. So for my backyard, if you picture this, I can throw a baseball over the fence. I can put it in their driveway with okay. ease. Barely. It's just, it's literally probably, we're talking 100 feet. Okay. Maybe. So I'm like, okay, now this is all starting to add up. And now I'm getting even more pissed. Because you know that's, like I said, the sinking feeling when you get stolen from? Double that when you know who it is and where they live. Right. Now wheels are turning. And I'm, you know, Richard, and, and you emphatically said, don't go there. Don't, don't go to the house. Don't call her. Don't contact don't, her. Don't do anything. Don't do anything. Because right. in, this, in this society, that person would be like, oh, he harassed me. He called right. me this. And then you have to prove you didn't. Exactly. Right. Because you could have said, said to her that with your dark skin, it's hard for me to see the dark football. <laughs> and your ass is going to go to jail now. Sure. And my, my, my other buddy that I called from the Pinellas County Department, he, he basically he goes, man... Brother, I, I want to go there just as bad with you and, and handle this. And right off the bat, he goes, just, just, you just can't. He goes, just don't, is, is, was the words that he said. The same words that you and Richard used. Just don't. From the guy, from the guy who likes to tell people that they need a solid busting to, to be right. proper people in Correct. life. Right? That's, that's what I would say. So work gets out. I end work. I'm still stewing. Like It's just, it's just compiling throughout the day. So... You know, we had this Christmas party that we'd already talked about. So I'm going to get a haircut, which is still up by the old house up in Pasco. So I go up, get my haircut, and I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, there's no way that I'm going home now without driving by that house again. There's just no Ugh. way. No way. Because I'm just at the point now where... I'm sitting here cringing. I know. I know <laughs> hey, believe me. I'm not the smartest, man. I know. I get it. But but you're lesbian time, so it works out. But... A whole day of festering and feeling like nobody gives a shit. So I'm gonna go drive by myself. I'm just I'm gonna go drive by there. I don't know why. I just felt the need to. So I go up there and I drive by the house. There's people there this time. The, the, there's cars in the driveway. Garage is open. <coughs> so I circle around the block, go back to where the house is on my side of the truck on on the on my driver's side. I've got copies of everything. Now, what my intention was, was to, I made two copies of everything. I was going to fold it all up with a note. I either get my money back or I'm taking all this to the county sheriff. It's totally up to you. Whatever. Let me know. And I was just going to put it in the mailbox and leave. That was my last second plan because it was, you know, for one, safe. The thought of going on their property and all that stuff, I wasn't going to do that. So then a guy comes out of the garage. Hey, can I help you? Now, keep in mind, the guy that came out of the garage wasn't like your size or anything like that. He was Frodo Baggins size. He came out like a hobbit. I'm like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> I'm all right. Unless he's packing. Uh, I mean, what, true, but I didn't get out of the truck. I didn't go on there. I, I followed exactly half of the advice that I was given. Well, like I said to you, you know, bullets go through gun or doors. Yeah. they Car doors, pretty easy. I didn't care, Greg. Like, I, <laughs> I had, when I was under the impression that Amy's gift had been stolen, all of that shit went out the window. I'm like, and that's it. Like, the bad guys aren't winning today. If not, I mean, some someone's going to answer for something today because no one else is going to help me. I'll do it myself. 
So he comes up to the truck, and then I, I said, yeah. I said, is Shanna Rampino here? And he's like, yeah. I said, well, can you get her? And then he's like, well, I'm her boyfriend. I'm like, okay, great. So then I hold up the two pieces of paper with basically copies of the bad checks. I said, she wrote some bad checks out of my account, stole 300 bucks from me, and I want my fucking money. Like, right now. Or this is all going to the county. Now, at the same time, when I'm going through this with him, this methed out little kid, teenager, tatted up from waist to earlobes, comes out. Like, literally, like, I don't know if something was wrong with him or he's high or whatever. He's, like, real skittish and shaky. And um, he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I remember getting that pizza. I'm like, well, I should hope so. It just happened yesterday in 50 <laughs> bucks worth of pizza. That's a lot of pizza. That's a lot of fucking pizza. Well, if you've seen her mugshot, I'm sure she was responsible for 45 bucks of it. But it anyway, pro- it was probably a situation where she bought like 10 pizzas or something, knowing that she would be able to eat them for three or four days. Uh, well, I mean, or four or five minutes. I don't know. But <laughs> remember uh, Pizza the Hut and Spaceballs? That's what we're dealing Absolutely with here. Absolutely, I do. She's a criminal, so I don't feel bad talking about her. Um, so anyway, he comes up and I said, OK, well, hey, great, super. But here's the problem, kid. And I, I did, too. I called him a kid. I said, that check was written out of my bank account. I'm pointing to my name on my check. I'm like, that's my fucking money that that you guys had pizza with. He goes, yeah. Um, he goes, I got you fifty bucks. Just as he says that, I'm like, okay, I'm this. This is gonna work out. Another guy walks out the front door, about your height, maybe a little taller. Again, Newport Richie tatted up from waist to earlobes, no shirt on, kind of taller. So I'm like, okay, well, in my mind, I'm thinking. When shit goes down, he's the one that's going first. I'm going for his knees. I'm going to punch this this hobbit in the throat. Like, th- this is all going through my head because I just don't care at this point. So the guy comes out and goes, what's going on? And then the the little boy, the mini boyfriend goes, well, he had some bad checks written out of his account. And such and such. he said a name. I don't know what the name was. And then he just goes, well, that's fucked up. And then goes back in the house. I'm like, okay. So I basically said, this is going to go one of two ways. I'm either going to get my money back or I'm going to the county sheriff's department. One of the two. You guys pick. And then he says, well, I I got the money in my account. I'll go get it right now. So I'm like, okay, great. Do you want me to wait here? Do you want me to meet you back here in like 20 minutes, half hour? He goes, meet me back here in 30 minutes. Come back 30 minutes later. Sure enough, he handed me cash, apologized profusely for everything, said the person that did all this, allegedly, they kicked out of the house for being on drugs all the time which is bullshit because, one, you had my money in the in, in the bank and you knew what was going on. There's no way you didn't know. But I didn't care, and it didn't matter. But against everyone's better judgment, I went, handled it, took care of it, didn't get killed. You got lucky. I, You know what? I did. Again, not the right thing to do. But when you kick someone so many times, like how many times have we talked about good people getting shit on? Oh, every day. And it happens, it's, every, day. happens every day. Yeah. Even my buddy that I talked to, he's like, you know, there's there's people out driving around right now specifically looking for Amazon boxes on porches, kids' Christmas presents, and they're stealing it. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're piles of garbage. There was just an article in the paper or on uh, online yesterday about a, a seasonal UPS employee admitted to stealing over $1,000 worth of packages. Yeah, it's felony. It's, I mean, it's, I know it's the world we live in, but on this day, Greg... <laughs> The good guy won. You were Luke Skywalker. (laughs) You were Luke Skywalker. You went to Jabba's palace and rescued your money. I did not care. And if shit was going to go down, I was at peace with it. I'm like, this is, I've never been, I've said this numerous times and people usually don't believe me, but I've never been in a fist fight face to face in my entire life. One, 
I'm not going to mess up this face because it's lesbian approved. <laughs> Two, I'm just smart enough to stay out of the situation. Like, it, I've never put myself in a situation where that was going to happen. Yeah, it's it's not worth it. Most I don't of the count time. football fights. That that No, those are different. That's just stupid. I've yeah. had two ribs cracked before breaking up a fight between a lineman and another guy, which was the dumbest decision I ever made. Right. Because, as always, the good person with the good intentions is the one that got hurt. But, yeah, so at in my mind at that point, I'm like, great. Looks like someone's going with me. Like, one of these three guys isn't going to make the trophy ceremony. But I'm, I'm surprised. But it worked he, out. I'm surprised he. It was just that simple that he just went and got it. There must he. They must have known. She must have told. Amy I mean, called something. it. Something. Amy called it. There's no way that house wanted county sheriff's department there because of probably the amount of drugs that they're using or, or there's something they don't want the cops at that house for a reason. So it was worth it for him to go pull 300 bucks out of the bank, give it back to me, and have me on my way. So yeah, it worked out. Well, I'm glad you got your money back. Yeah, I kind of felt like a badass all day. And now I'm just physically exhausted from it. From that or from the party? Uh, both. Okay. Lesbian approved. Lesbian approved party. Hashtag it. Hashtag. <sighs> all right. I'm tired, Greg. I know. I'm tired. <laughs> you know what should make you feel better, though? What? Code word mistletoe. Is it really? Mistletoe. Not camel toe. Not camel toe. Mistletoe. Mistletoe. Gotcha. As, um, you know, notated by the picture there on the whiteboard. Yeah. I know, I like the... Uh, yeah, I didn't draw that. I can't draw that good. I like the note in the parentheses. That's pretty good. So Mistletoe. Code word, Hamilton. mistletoe. Right. So we'll take just a moment here. We're going to talk about the Elf Contest. You beat me soundly last week. Shelfry... I didn't. Shelfry Elf, did. Shelfry Elfstein. Yeah. We just, were... Just, I was... Just I hanging was, around doing nothing. I was proud of my Jack Nicholson shining until I saw Shelfry Elfstein. I meant to ask you this. How did you make it look... Fro- like, how did you make it look like there was snow on him and his eyes were all bugged out? Somehow, in the refrigerator in the mudroom, the freezer door got left over, open a little frost. bit. And it was all frosted. She so just sprinkled it on? So we took some of the frost and put it around him, and then we CGI'd Nicholson's eyes. Not CGI, but, you know, like Photoshopped, Photoshopped his eyes onto the elf. Well done. We, we had three different versions it was either the eyes, part of his face, or his whole face, and the eyes looked the funniest because you still kept that stupid elf grin. Right. So, uh, great job. As everybody knows, oh yeah, everybody's was was great job. Um, everybody, know, if you've listened, we have the elf contest going on. So what you do is you got you got to keep track of the code words, and uh, and Missile after toe. after next week's episode, there's going to be a forum on the website that you go in and you fill out your name and the three code words. We're going to put all the, the people with the proper code words into a box, and we're going to draw do a drawing, and everybody's going to get or the winner that we draw is going to get a Funko Pop Dwight Belschnickel. and um, our contest between us, the winner gets a Belschnickel. So I've decided I'm going to take us up a notch, and I wrote a little bit of a song for you. Oh wow! Well, actually, somebody else wrote a song for for you, but Fantastic. this is this is good. Okay, so please, please pardon my singing voice. <laughs> bell schnickel, bell schnickel. I want to win a bell schnickel, bell schnickel, bell schnickel. I want to win a bell schnickel and beat the ass of Mike. This is so good. I want to win a bell schnickel so I can put it where I like. That is. Fan-fucking-tastic. There you go, everybody. That Thank is, you, and good night. Do I feel like I should go buy you a Belschnickel right now for the effort that went into that? I told Susan, I said, how dare you only buy two? That's fantastic. <laughs> I cannot I cannot take credit for that. That was all the marketing angel. Amazing. Well done. That I, was all the marketing I, angel. Speechless. 
So pay attention. I uh, thought we were going to talk about the Peloton bike again. That, that's what I thought was going to happen. Oh, no, no, no. No, we, we already went over that. <sighs> that's um, good shit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, pay attention. You can vote on Twitter. You can vote on Facebook. Um, the, we're going to have bonus pictures up on the Patreon page. Uh, we've got uh, several that we have. We have, are having a very good time with this. Yes. So I have a little game for you, real quick. Let's go. It's Christmas. This week, our top five lists are Christmas, our favorite Christmas movies. Yep. So I figured that I would keep it relevant. Nice job. I have two. I have two questions for you. First of all. Okay. True or false? Arnold Schwarzenegger has punched an animal in more than one movie. Oh, I'm trying to think of one. That it, Predator doesn't count. No, we call that an alien. All right. Um, I I mean, just out of the sheer craziness, I'll, I'll say one, or I'll say true. True, he has. Okay, I mean, it just it, he, it sounds right. He punched a camel in Conan the Barbarian. Yep. Okay, now I remember that. Right, and he punched the um, deer, the reindeer in Jingle All the Way. I haven't seen that in forever. I haven't either. I was in the office the other night. I needed something on. Yep. It's not a good movie, but yet I love it. Right. And I was watching it, and I'm like, I totally forgot he decked he decked that. All right. True. He or didn't false. deck the halls. He decked the camel. True or false. Actually, I'm going to ask you for the number. Okay. Peter Billingsley, the little boy in A Christmas Story. Okay. Okay. Remember, he was Messy Marvin when we were kids. Hershey's Hershey's Chocolate Cereal, A Christmas Story, Fragile. It's one mini. Oh, I I know the movie. I'm trying to think of the kid. The little... not Ralphie, his little brother. Ralphie. Oh, Ralphie. Ralphie. Okay, Ralphie. No, Peter Peter's Bill, Peter Billingsley. Okay. How many Christmas movies has he had parts in? Well, I know he was an elf. That's correct. Um, he was the supervisor that says, can you help me out with the uh, Etch-a-Sketches? Right. Um, so does that count as two? That's two, because obviously Christmas Story is a Christmas movie. I'm going to say four. It's three. What? Yeah, three. I don't remember the name of the third one. I forgot to write it down. That's all right. But he was, he's been in, and I think he's only got like nine acting credits. So like a third of his roles <laughs> are in Christmas movies. And that dude's probably still making money off Christmas Story Absolutely. every year. Well, of course he is. Getting those checks. Probably 68 cents a piece, but he's getting them. So, um, we're going to bring your favorite website back into play today, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, we're going to play. We're going to play a game called Better or Worse. So, Rotten Tomatoes has two scores that they give to a movie. Right. They have the critic score, which is the tomato meter, yep. and they have the audience score. Yep. We are going to use the tomato meter score, and that is the critic score. And I'm going to give you a number. And you're going to tell me whether the actual score of the movie is better or worse than the number I gave you. I like it. All right. First movie is going to be A Christmas Story. Okay. 84. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to say, was worse. Better. Really? 89. No shit. The audience score was an 88. All right. Christmas with the Cranks. Oh. 13. I want to say worse so bad, but that is a super low score. I'll say higher. <laughs> Five. Five percent they gave it. Five. <laughs> so it's worse. <laughs> Holy shit. How do you get worse? Thirteen. Five. The wow. audience score is a 37. Okay, that makes more sense. That sounds right. Okay. Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Jim the one Carrey. With Jim Carrey. Yep. 59. Better. Worse. 50. How? I, 50%. That is a fantastic Christmas movie. The audience score is a 56. 
The only issue I have with that movie is I don't remember Dr. Seuss talking about the key parties in Whoville. Well, you were not watching the right Grinch I, then. I wasn't reading the right book, right? Hey, I, that's the version I want to see. The Nightmare Before Christmas. See, this is tough because I've never seen it. 92. Every year I tell myself, I'm going to watch it. I've tried to watch it a couple times, and I don't know if it's just because I'm not into the songs or what. I should watch it just because it is highly regarded. Right. Um, okay, what's the score? 92. That's a super high score. It's a high score. But I know it is super high. I'll say higher. 95. Really? Yep, the audience scores a 91 on it. Okay. One of my favorites, A Charlie Brown Christmas. It's legendary. 90. It's got to be higher. 94. Yeah, makes sense. There is no audience score on that one, probably because it wasn't a theatrical release. Right. All right, uh, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. 64. Higher. 74. Yeah. Audience score of 65. If that had been lower, I'd have quit. The Santa Claus 2, 65. Lower. 56. Yeah. Which, ironically, that's my favorite of the three. Is it really? I do. I just okay. like it. I just love, I like the feeling from that yeah. movie. Uh, audience scores of 42. The Santa Claus 3. I'll just say lower. <laughs> I'm just going to say lower. I was going to say 20. Uh-huh. The score is 17. Yeah. I don't think that movie's as bad as it gets credit for. No. It's not as good as the other two. They are. Hey, they are, like Dennis Green said one day, they are, they it are, is, it they is are who we thought they were. That's right. We know uh, what they are. The audience score is a 39. All right. This is the one right here that's probably going to piss a lot of people off. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I'm going to say lower, but I'm also going to call bullshit on that score. I was going to say 70. Yep. They gave it a 65. Yeah. Fuck off. The audience score is an 86. Yeah, exactly. 86. Yeah. Now... Here's one I'll bet you didn't even know existed. <clears throat> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2. I know it exists, but cousin, I'm not watching it. Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. Who played Cousin Eddie? Randy Quaid. He did do it. He did. So now I kind of half want to see it. So there is no tomato-mometer score on this. Of course there's not. Uh, so we're going to use the I'm audience. I'm still going to say lower. We're going to use the audience score. I was going to say 10. I'm going to say lower. 12. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah, right? By two. By two. And then fucking twelve, a classic, White Christmas, seventy. God, I saw this on Cinemax at like eleven thirty one night. Um, what was the score? Sixty nine. <laughs> Seventy seven. <laughs> White Christmas on yeah. Cinemax at eleven thirty. That's a classic. You got to tell me the plot of that movie off the cuff right now. What was the plot of that movie? Uh, there, um, finish. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was the whole plot. <laughs> the audience score is an 88. Um, God damn it. I'll say... I said 70. You, po- said, you said higher. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. 77. Yeah, I mean, i super popular. I, I get it. There you go. That's fun. It's just funny how... Uh, it's funny how they do that with the scores. I don't know... I don't know how... You know, we'll talk about Christmas Vacation for a minute, okay? Because we yeah. did we did our list this week, and we both agreed we, to exclude it from be, our list because of it is it, it's 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 a given. It's the king. the The movie is totally ridiculous. National Lampoon. It's it's, it, it's, a, it's a comedy. It's totally ridiculous for anybody, even me, to watch that movie and go, "No, that wouldn't happen. This wouldn't happen." Look, we all know how I am about electricity. There's no fucking way that those lights would do any half of what they said they would do. But that does not re- ruin that movie for me because the movie is supposed to be ridiculous. The fact that you have everything in that house running through one extension cord. <coughs> it's a National Lampoon that's movie. That's right. That's what makes yep. it funny. How you watch that movie and say, 
Uh, it's only a. What did they give it? A sixty-five. Kiss my ass. There's not a. There's not a dull moment in that movie. Nope. It starts off with just. No, no, Audrey. I already have one of those. Yeah. When I it, and it never stops to the very end. Fix the Newell post. <laughs> <laughs> we needed a coffin. <laughs> the a scene. The scene in that movie that gets me every single time is when Eddie's drinking the eggnog, walks over to the little windmill, and just knocks that bitch apart. Just destroys it. No, with no regard for nothing. Just totally hits it. All the blades come off. He looks at it. And, you know, mm. Yeah, I got the kid in the clinic getting carried off the wild turkey. Oh, my God. It's, it's just everything, like you said, that whole movie, nonstop. Everything. Everything in that movie. And rewatchable all year long. It is. Yeah, good one. So, let's do our top five. Let's. We're going to do our top five Christmas movies. Now let's just take a second to uh, a few, th- three things that I just want to get off the off before we get into our movie list. Every Christmas episode of The Office is awesome. They are a must watch. They are super good. Uh, it was God, a couple weeks ago. Comedy Central was running all of the Christmas episodes. It was right around Thanksgiving, of course. But they were playing all of those episodes back to back to back, which is that's the feature Netflix is missing. I want to pick what episodes, highlight them, and then hit play, and just play me those. That would be awesome, dude. I, what? Why? You, you know what? That's fucking brilliant. Why I know it is. Why don't these streaming services have a playlist? Because nobody's called me. That's why. That's a good idea. A I, playlist where right? you could. Yes. Yes. I, I like it. Um, Charlie Brown Christmas, which you already brought up. As a kid, it was Christmas time when that played on TV, along with Rudolph. Right. When in everybody, it was on CBS, every year you waited for that to come on, and when that was on, the whole family watched it. Um, and a Muppet Christmas Carol, which there's so many versions of A Christmas Carol, obviously. There's a lot of different movies, a lot of different takes, like Scrooged, of course. Um, there's a new one coming out on BBC, which looks like a flat-out horror movie with Andy Serkis and Tom Hardy. Um those are just always awesome. So why are we talking about those? We're not they're not allowed on our list. Or? I just didn't put them on my list, oh, okay. but I just you have to like so how do you not have this on your list? It's not on my list because I didn't go I didn't want to have the same five answers you did. Gotcha. But everyone on my list, I will watch during Christmas and love it. We have about 35 movies that we watch every year at Christmas. It's a lot of movies. It, it is. It's a lot. It's a movie um, a day. It's more it's more than a movie a day. Yeah, it is. I wanted to I wanted to take a second and, and say something here real quick. We oh, had the shit. discussion like uh, was it last week? I think it was last week where we did the Christmas movie or not Christmas movie. Yes, it was one of those. I would like to say something and and have people stop complaining to people about when they say something. I think in a Christmas movie, Christmas means something different to everybody. Absolutely, it's it's whether it's about you want to get presents or you want to give presents or you want to you want to be a Grinch or you want to be a whatever. So if you feel like a Christmas movie is a Christmas movie, then, then it is. Then it's a Christmas movie. I feel that a Christmas movie is something where you have a story where there are people that maybe they're not good people or they have issues and they understand that Christmas is about Christmas values. Right. Right? Not that it just happens at Christmas. Not, okay. Just don't I, be a dick. I don't think... They learned that lesson. Yes. Yes. More or less. Yeah. More or less. It's, it, it, Christmas is about, this is what it's about, and we're helping you to get there. Right. Because if you wanted to, you could watch Christmas movies on a loop on Hallmark, the Hallmark Channel this time of year. That's all they show. Oh, trust and, me. And that doesn't I mean, know. That doesn't mean they're good, but that means that they're all... That's what the feeling is. So if you want Die Hard to be a Christmas movie, then by all means, it's a Christmas movie. Right. I don't feel that way, but I understand why people do. Yeah. There we go. So that's why I don't have certain movies on mine. Disclaimer understood. Nice job, Greg. Thanks, man. Put a lot of feeling into that. I tried. All right. It's Christmas. 
Why don't you go first? I went first last week. Okay. Number five, Die Hard. <laughs> That's why I was, I was trying not to giggle when you were saying that. But here's why. Because if a movie is debated enough whether it's a Christmas movie or not, like Die Hard, then fuck it, it's a Christmas movie. So, yeah, it's it, it was on cable the other night. It, it, I was flipping channels, and it was on. In fact, all the Die Hard movies were on back-to-back. All, I think three of them, four of them. Um, so, yeah, Die Hard. I, it, because every year, when does this movie get talked about as much? All year. Oh, it doesn't. January, Die Hard goes away. It does. Nobody mentions it. Nobody wants to talk about it. December 1st, everyone's talking about Die Hard. And ironically, it was a movie that was released in July. Yeah, right. Which, is, which was so, is so funny. The old summer blockbuster. Exactly. Right. Um, have you seen the Die Hard advent calendar? No, I have not. It is a, the advent calendar is Nakatomi Plaza with Hans Gruber on it. And every day when you pull the tab out, Hans falls a little bit. And on Christmas Day, he hits the ground. That is freaking genius. Epic. That is. I have to. I. I'm gonna have to have one for next year. That is amazing. Because it's not Christmas until I see Hans Gruber fall off the Nakatomi Plaza. Right. I'm just saying. So that's my number five. I have a couple of what I would call ties, but they're not ties because they're kind of the same thing. You're gonna mic it up a little bit. I'm, a little bit. All right. My my number five is the Rankin and Bass stuff. Rankin and Bass did uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Santa oh, Claus is the, coming the to the town. The claymation stuff. Yep. The year without a Santa Claus. Frost, Frosty the Snowman. Yep. Um. We watch those every year, and yep. I didn't. I didn't really watch them that much until Susan and I got together because I watched Rudolph, of course, sure, but because the others are lesser known. But they're they're really good. I, I really like them, and I, I enjoy them. And they're, that's some of the things that we watch every year. We Have don't to. we don't watch Frosty a lot. Um, I have some issues with Frosty, but it's still Frosty the Snowman. So you know, you might put it in the background noise or whatnot. But the Rankin and Bass ones are my number five. Fair enough. Uh, number four, Harold and Kumar Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely Christmas story from start to finish. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it's pretty good. Fun. Uh, I, listen, anything with uh, Barney, what the hell's his name? Goddamn, I'm getting old. No shit. Anyway, Barney from How I Met Your Mother yeah. is hilarious, and he plays himself in the movie. It's three names. Yeah, it's, it's three names because they got the letters tattooed on his ass. Yeah, um, it's just a fun movie. It, it's just hilarious. Neil, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris, Harris NPH. Thank you, marketing angel. They call him NPH in the movie. Um, it's just fun. It's hilarious, nonstop, ridiculous. But it's a Harold and Kumar movie, so <clears throat> if you go into that not knowing what you're getting into, that's on you. That uh, was in 3D, I think, in the theaters, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Is it obvious when you watch it now that Completely it's a lot of obvious. lot of a lot of 3D stuff that just doesn't hit because it's on your TV? Correct. But you're, when you when it happens, you're like, huh, I, I know what they did there. I got you. Funny movie. If you, if you should put it on the list. If you haven't seen it yet, it's Christmas. Watch I, it. I will. I will. Yeah, you will. My number four, um, there's two Christmas carols that I watch every year. Okay. Uh, one of them is the Mickey Christmas Carol. Okay. And the other one is the Muppet Christmas Carol. Have to. I, 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 I love the Muppet Christmas Carol. Michael Caine. Absolutely. And, and you know what? It's not really good. No. It's, it's the Muppets. It's, but it's the Muppets, yeah. and I enjoy it very, very much. Yeah, one thing, um, the 12 Days of Christmas song that p- gets played with Miss Piggy with Five Golden Rings, that song can go fuck itself, because that oh. is annoying as shit. Oh, I, you know what? That song in itself, no matter who sings it, unless the it's... The worst. Unless it's... Um, go away. Uh, uh, God damn it. Uh, d- uh, d- Samantha Fox? No. Doug and Bob McKenzie. 
Oh, now yeah, their yeah, version yeah. I can listen to. Their version is funny. Dude, Go- what is wrong with me? I can't remember anything anymore. I swear to God. It's Sunday morning. Yeah, Sunday morning. It is. It's your, um, it's your turn, right? Number three. Three. Yep. Bad Santa. One and two. I've never seen two. I saw one. Two is just as funny as the first one, and um, the large-breasted lady from Mad, Mad Men mm-hmm. is Christina Hendricks is hilarious. She's crazy. Um, Neil, or, you know the same people. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, the 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 I can't remember his name in the movie, but the the black midget. Yep, funny as hell. Yeah, it, he's it, funny anyway. It's on Netflix, actually. You can watch it on Netflix. It's hilarious. Both movies, the same kid from the first movie, grown up, complete moron in, in the second movie as well. The scene where Billy Bob Thornton is trying to get him laid for the first time, and he's explaining to him what to do. Oh, dear God. It's the way he's described. He, like, hires this huge black hooker. Um, he's like, all right, now she's going to take her stuff off. You're going to drop your rig. You're going to get your gear. Like, the way he's describing for this kid what to do is just hysterical. Uh, my favorite part of the first one was, no, no, Jesus Christ, kid. What is it with you and fucking sandwiches? I don't know why I found that line so funny. To this day, if we're watching it, Dylan absolutely loses it when they're in the car and the kid is like, where's your reindeer? Is it is is your sled broken? Is your sled in the shop? He's just going, there's like 10 questions he just rattles off one after another. And he just stops and goes, God damn it. Are you fucking with me? It, <laughs> we lose it every time that happens because he just snaps. And then there's a scene where he's eating lunch in the mall. And someone comes up and just blabbing in his ear. He goes, try to eat my fucking lunch. It's, yes. And he's spitting lettuce out. I, it's just, the movie is just wrong on every level. It is. But that's what makes it so funny. Yeah. Of it, course. It, it, of course it is. So I bad Santa one and two. Nice. Back to back. My number three is Scrooged with yep. Bill Murray. Yep. Have you tried Staples? I would never I would never do hey Mar- Marlon Perkins. <laughs> There's so many quick one liners in that. And I I don't know that that movie gets the recognition that it deserves. I think it's a it's a it's a role that very few actors could have pulled off and made popular. Right. Because let's be honest, a Christmas Carol is a Christmas Carol. It doesn't matter how you change it. Whatever you, version what, you use. Exactly. There's not too many of them that are comedies. But I mean, obviously, I love Bill Murray, so that helps with this movie. But this is the movie. This and Christmas Vacation and Elf, <coughs> in our house, every Christmas, this gets put on as background noise. I would say that aside from the, uh, the obvious classics, this is probably some of. Bill Murray at his best. For, he was, in, in he this was movie. amazing in it. it. It's, I mean, when you go line for line and the the dialogue that he has, I mean, it's. Pro, I put it up there as one of his best performance movies because he's just. It's full blown Bill Murray. Right above the dead, don't die. I, I still haven't. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it. I promise. It, he was very. He was very good. At, plus, all the actors in it were. Yeah. All the people were really great. The the guy that plays the douchebag that was in Gremlins too. Yeah, he, he's he's great in it. Right, it's just and, yeah, and and dude, the pixie that beats the and, shit out of him in, in the beginning. Oh yes, is Carol Kane. Yes, hilarious. If you touch me again, I'm gonna rip your goddamn wings off. She just beats the shit out of him. Sometimes you have to smack them on the face and get their attention. You didn't smack me on the face. You kicked me in the. <laughs> <laughs> I quote so that movie good. all day. It's, all it's day. great. It's it's very good. It's great. Um, number two, mm-hmm. Elf. 
I I could not leave Elf off this list in good no, conscience. No, you couldn't. It's amazing. It's, I, I put it right up there with Christmas Vacation as far as rewatchability every year. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Yeah. <laughs> I like Smiling. Smiling's my favorite. Um, it, The movie is everybody agrees. Everybody watches it. Um, it's, it's just one of those movies that has to be played numerous times throughout December. Yep. And I mean, yeah, we could sit here and quote it all day long, but I think everyone agrees Elf is a definitely one of the top Christmas movies. I left Elf off my list because I knew you were going to have it. Yeah, I, it was the only one on there that I have that I I just agreed to the fact to myself, well, yeah, he's going to have it, but that's okay. I got to have one. Oh, for I sure. can't leave all of the classics off. Oh, of course. Of course. But I definitely went off the rails with my list. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, but it's. Like you said. That's the thing that makes Christmas great. I yep. mean, you know, there's the classics that a lot of people nowadays don't like because they're not a Christmas carol right. or a Christmas story or, or, or vacation. But there's a lot of classic Christmas movies out there that, you know, back in the 30s and the 40s sure. and 50s when they were made, that's what they were. Yeah. And for me, I just, anything I can watch that makes me laugh is automatically, I'm, I'm going to love it. Because I, I mean, more than anything, I love action movies and all the, you know, the Star Wars and the Marvel. I love all that stuff. But right. something can just, I can watch and just make me laugh and feel good. I love it. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, my number two, and this might surprise a lot of people, is The Santa Claus 2. I'm not, not that big of a surprise. I just... I just love the feeling of that movie. Mm-hmm. It's as close to a Hallmark movie as I can go. You know what I mean? It's got right. the it's it's schmaltzy, but it's 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 got its, its cheesy family Christmas. It is is what is what it is. It's funny. It's got some good jokes in it. I love I, that. There's two scenes in that movie that literally make me tear up every time. Right. And the one of them is to me what makes Christmas so awesome when they're at the the party for the teachers, and he, everybody gets the toy that they never got as a kid. Or that was their favorite toy, where the old guys doing the rock'em sock'em robots or whatnot, and every it just there's just something about that scene that makes me yeah it just makes me happy. Oh, I get it. Yeah, and again, that goes back to what you said. It's Christmas. It's what it's what it is. It's yep. what it's supposed to be. Good call. Thanks. I like it. Me too. Um, number one, my new favorite. Oh shit, you're dude. You told me it was climbing the list. You didn't tell me it was at the top of the list. Oh, it's at the top of the list, and I saw it last year a couple times. I rewatched it again recently. Let me it, guess. Go. Backdoor Babes at the North Pole. No. Uh-huh, you see what I did there? No, it's right. No, it's um, <laughs> it's right next to a Busty Milf Christmas. It, it, it's 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 right up there. <laughs> Maybe it should be a Busty Milf Christmas. The list of people that are in this movie make it worth seeing alone. Okay. But it is that good. All right. Office Christmas Party. I knew you were going to say that. Yep. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, let's be honest. I heard it was amazing. Heard it was amazing. T.J. Miller, Jason Bateman, Jennifer Aniston. You had me at Jason Bateman. Rob Corddry, Kate McKinnon, um, the other girl from Saturday Night Live that did uh, Hannah Montana. She's got like the big smile, like the big teeth. Kristen Wiig? Uh, nope. She's she's the one that always did um, made fun of Miley Cyrus. Okay. She's the one. I can't remember her name. She's just she's got a huge smile. Super funny. Um, Doe Pender, the taxi driver from ta- from uh, Deadpool's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's j- there's so many people, but right off the bat, T.J. Miller and Jason Bateman, absolutely hysterical. And Jennifer Aniston plays an amazing bitch, like in Horrible oh, yeah. Bosses. She, she nailed she in was Horrible the, Bosses. Oh, worse in this movie because she's not a perv. Yeah, it just it disappoints me that T.J. Miller went off the rails the way he did because he was he was fun to listen to on podcasts and watching movies. Yeah, this is my favorite T.J. Miller anything. Nice. It's 
it's so much fun. And it's on demand right now for free, so you can watch it on demand. Um, it's freaking hilarious, man. It is so funny. I'll have to put it on the list because I do want to watch it. Put that at the top of your list. The top of my list. Top. My number one is White Christmas. Which version? Not the version you were talking okay, about, right. that's for sure. Yeah, hey, I'm just, <laughs> just making sure we're all clear, that's all. Um, the, the reason I like this movie so much is because it is about, it's what Christmas is to mm-hmm. me. Um, plus it has to do with the the guys in World War II, plus it just, I, I just, every year Susan and I have, we have a, a tradition that what we do every year is we watch the, all these movies, but there's two movies that we don't watch until Christmas Eve, and one of them is A Bishop's Wife, which was a, the original one, not not because pre- of the name, not no, not the preacher's wife. Well, she's she loves Cary Grant, and I think Cary Grant's really good too, mm-hmm. and it's just a really good, excellent Christmas movie. And then we watch White Christmas, and then we go to bed. Yeah, there's a, I don't remember the name of it. I don't know. It's it, it's all I know is it's on YouTube. It is, and I believe it's World War One, and everything stopped. For a certain amount of time, and the two enemies get together and they're playing soccer and everybody's talking. They're sharing coffee. It's, I mean, it. It's there was, there it's was strong. A cease, there was a ceasefire during World War One for like ten hours or something. There, I it, it's when yes, it is, and it's it's snowing. Um, I I don't. It's not a show. I I think it's one of those really long, not commercial type things, but it's just a long video that was put together. Um, it's it's strong. It's it's worth looking at it's again it's because of christmas it's i'll have to look it up and and send a link post it or whatever just i'll share it on twitter or something like that it's it's a strong video it's crazy awesome yeah really good back to tj miller back to you tj for busty milfs i don't know whichever one we're all it's christmas it's christmas everybody wins whatever makes you happy right (laughs) i think that's all i have that's all i got bedtime bedtime yeah it's not sick to my stomach hungover. It's You're just, just tired. I just want my bed. You went to bed at 2 o'clock. Uh, it's, I mean, it's it was, tired. It was a late night. Yeah. I got after it. It doesn't matter if you're drunk. You, when you go to bed late and have to get up early, it, it sucks. I mean, when you're chasing down criminals and then you go to an office party, I mean, it, you're, it's you're all a modern, the same weekend. You're a modern-day superhero, bro. Like Frank fucking Castle mi- minus all the guns. Right? Right? Oh, that's awesome. <sighs> I'm worn out. You should be. I know, right? I should have worn my Deadpool suit. Breaking news. <laughs> oh, what? Florida State has hired the Memphis head coach, Norvell, as their new head coach. It's a good hire. I think so. Yeah, it's a good hire. I think so. Michigan fire their defensive coordinator yet? I don't know. Then get back to me when that happens. I, yeah, let, we'll see. Don Brown, kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about them possibly playing Alabama Fuck in a bowl no. game? I don't want that. Nobody wants Nobody that. Nobody wants that. I don't want that for them. Are you kidding? That might be kind of a rough game. That's like saying, hey... Can you bring your little kid over so we can punch him in the face right in front of you? No, I don't. That does no good for anybody. I don't see the problem. I mean, Christmas I, is what makes you happy. <laughs> and if the kid's wearing Ohio State, sure, maybe, maybe I'll I'll open handed slap him. Because he deserves it. No, nobody wants that. That Ugh. that that is a mistake if they make that bowl game. It's stupid. Agreed. Just asinine. If Michigan takes that bowl game, they're not going to say no. Obviously, because no, you know, big time program is going to say no to a bowl game. Yeah, but just. Do not no. You got to go no. to the highest bowl game you can because of the money. The only bowl that I saw, the projected bowl, and I know we'll find out here in the next hour and a half or two hours, yep. was um, out in San Diego playing USC. I I would love to see that game because I one I think they'll beat USC. Um, but it, that's back in the day, Michigan would play USC in the bowl game in the in the Rose Bowl. 
that I've I've been to a Rose Bowl where they played you. I mean, we got beat, obviously, but I mean that's a traditional matchup in bowl season that I I remember as a kid. It's just not Alabama. I was hoping I was hoping for um, a Michigan Oregon game. Nah, they'd lose that game too. I don't think so. I, I, it, and if they did, it would be tight because Oregon's not the high flying ducks that they were. I mean, they're they're no, they, but they're they, still good. They laid it on or, uh, Utah the other night. I, they I know. hammered them, but and it I think sucks that, too because I wanted Utah to cause problems. With I did the, with the playoffs. I did too. I really, I really wanted that to happen. Yeah. But again, it works out. They're going to get what they want. The yeah. only, the only thing that's going to matter is, is where Georgia falls. There's a lot of people that said if Georgia, there's no way that they could, that they would, they were in even if they lose. But it wasn't a close loss, so they don't, they don't belong there. If at that this game point. had went to like double overtime, triple overtime, then yes, field goal, yes. Th- th- there'd be an issue. Yeah. But yeah, well, the four, I, you can't I, make I an argument now for Georgia. I don't care what anybody says. It's going to be Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, and Oklahoma. Yeah. And, and you know what? As it should be. That's what it should be. You got four conference champions. Yep, absolutely. Totally agree. And you can't count the Pac Ten doesn't have any room to complain because their conference champion has two losses. Correct. So So unfortunately it, it worked out perfectly. Now all we gotta do is hope that whoever Ohio State plays kicks the ever loving dog shit out of them. Just uh let's go to eight teams and call it good. Okay. Yeah. You know so what? Anyway, problem I, solved. I have spoken. Merry Christmas. That's this is the way. Code word mistletoe. Not camel toe. Check us out on Facebook. Instagram, you guys all know the addresses. Just not later. I'll be in bed. Yeah. And if you don't know, if you don't know the address, go to topfiveforfighting.com. Yeah, we'll point you in the right direction there. Yeah, there you go. Also, um, take a look at our Patreon page. I think we're going to be revising it a little bit. We're all definitely going to work on the uh, up the content. Next Saturday is going to be a busy, 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 busy day. Mm -hmm. Some of you that are listening know what we're talking about. Uh, Got some surprises coming. Thank you to the marketing angel for all her work with the Belschnickel. Uh, contest. It's good shit. It is good shit. It's going to look good in my room. It it probably will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Peace out, bitches. That's it. Later. Merry Christmas. Yeah. It's like like 12 days or 13 days, man. It's fucked up, man. This This month is going by quick. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right, good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally, and it's it's just it's amazing to me.